Hello everyone and welcome to the Consumer Friend Podcast on Holidays. In this episode we will discuss how to book a holiday safely and how to get what you booked. Who is out there to protect us and who is out there to scam us? Consumer Friend is available online at www.consumerfriend.org.uk. We have many podcasts and please follow us on social media. Please like, subscribe and share as much as you can. It is free expert advice on consumer rights. So with me today, as ever, is Louise Baxter. Hi, Lou. How are you doing? I got cold, but I'm all right. So I sound like uh, even lower toned than usual. <laughs> so whenever I um, speak to Louise before the podcast, I'll say, Louise, you know, try and be a bit more positive when I say, hi, Lou, how are you doing? You always go, oh, not too bad. Could be any rights in the script, Louise be funny here. She definitely won't be. <laughs> <laughs> like a game now. It's like a game where I won't comply now. Well, everyone gets bored. Oh, Louise is on again, for God's sake. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> the cartoon came out this week to a huge fanfare. Some fanfare? Well, we, had a, we had a fanfare. It was good um, fun. I, I expected my kids to be more excited than they actually were about Cartoon Louise, but my my son's words were, it's a little bit cringy, but I can manage it. I was like, all right, I'll take that. I mean, I'm not going to lie, I really enjoyed watching it. I had a great time watching it. I thought, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, it, was, it was very good. It's available on YouTube. It is a podcast that we have animated it's around unsafe cosmetics it's louise getting confused between bedazzle bejazzle and bejazzle right but this is the thing and i have to stop you there on that right i actually thought the word was bejazzle and i couldn't understand even i had to watch it afterwards i couldn't understand what what i'd got wrong but then got really embarrassed because i knew that i'd got it wrong it's only now i know the word is bedazzle not bejazzle Seen it for 43 years. I thought the word was bejazzle. <laughs> Shall we move on to package travel or just holidays? Don't call it package travel or holidays. Shall we call it holidays? It's almost like exciting, like people might actually listen. Adam, yeah, package travel sounds very dull, doesn't it? Package travel. I don't even know whether most people would actually understand what that means. Does it mean I'm I'm packaging up my package to travel? What am I doing there? So I think we just talk about holidays and how okay. to shop for a holiday and get a good holiday. Okay, just to clarify though, a package travel is when there's more than one element involved in the tr- in the holiday, right? So there's flights and accommodation. That's a package travel that's been booked by one operator. For what? <laughs> So I'm so bored of the words that are just coming out of your mouth. Yes, what a package travel is. It's about elements of a package. It's like if you're big, it's a flight in a hotel, basically. It's like you've got to have more, like if you're, if you, it depends. There's different laws for different types of holidays. So if I go online and I buy a flight from one provider, a hotel from another provider, and my golf lessons from another, that isn't a package because not one person has organised all of it for me. It's basically what it is. So when you go onto a website and you buy all of that, so you buy your flights, your hotel, any activities, your transfers, all of that, that's a package. And the law is slightly different to when you buy things individually to when you buy things as a package. You get more protection if you buy things as a package. Okay, do you want some stats? 
Always. I don't this is the only reason I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) According to ABTA, which is the Association of British Travel Agents, before COVID-19, the UK travel industry was estimated to be worth around £72 billion, with approximately 93% of the population taking a holiday or trip each year, either within the UK or overseas. So that's 93% of people of the entire population of the UK take a holiday every year. That's amazing. Even baby. babies, even like children. Was that I haven't got baby stats. Oh, it's just so- I'm a bit disappointed, to be honest, Adam. I thought better of you, to be honest, because this is your thing. 59% of UK holidaymakers took a package holiday in 2019. The average spend was £1,215 per person. The most popular destinations are Spain, Greece and Turkey. I get the feeling Turkey might not be on that list this year. Also, 65% of package holidays are booked online, with 22%, just 22% being booked via a high street travel agent. They're my stats. That's fun facts. Fun. We shouldn't call it. We should call it. Louise, I was watching you and you weren't listening to a single word that I said. But do you know why? But that, there was a reason about that, because my, my microphone is making a ticky tick, 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 tick noise, and I didn't know what it, what it was. And then I started making up a jingle for facts with adam and got distracted so what happens you know this uh, right but then then in all seriousness what happened in relation to covid and the lockdowns and the fact that we couldn't travel and now obviously i'm not allowed to say it but the thing that we're currently living in relating to the cost of living crisis means that less people are going on holiday or more people are looking for uh, a better deal which we've seen there's been a big spike in holiday scams and fake websites and and things coming up to try and con people out of their money. So fake booking websites, phishing scams where people are emailed with too good to be true deals and holiday cancellation refund scams. So it's really important to be vigilant and to check our website before you do it. What's the what's the Check a website thing out. Check a website on Get Safe Online. You just go to getsafeonline.org.uk and you can go to the section called Check a website and you can type in the website website address and it gives you a fraud score and you can then make a decision based on that fraud score whether you want to buy from that website or not. Amazing. Basically, there's there's a couple of things that you want to do and make sure you're so certain takeaways in relation to your holiday. So as I said, if you buy a package from a legitimate known holiday provider and you've checked out their website and you know they're good to go and you buy a package and you have certain protections including things like you need all your clear information, your accurate information, the right to a refund or repatriation. Now, we've had this debate. What is repatriation? (laughs) Repatriation. I looked at that and thought, oh, I don't know what that means. I mean, I think I know what it means, but I don't really know what it means. So that is when there's been an emergency or there's some reason why that individual needs to get back home. It could be earthquake, fire, flood. It could even be that the airline that was flying them has gone bust. Any reason, emergency, or that that person needs to get back, because they've bought it from a packaged travel organisation, they have the right to repatriation, i.e. they have the right to be able to... Organisations, are they? They're called tour operators. operators. There's no such thing as a packaged travel... What did you call them? A packaged travel organisation. They sound fun to work for. That's... 
<laughs> you like so refunds repatriation if the package is cancelled so refunds the package is cancelled and they get you home uh, the right to assistance and compensation if something goes wrong during your holiday so what you need to do is if you do get a problem before you go or when you arrive in your holiday you need to report it straight away you need to talk to your tour operator as soon as you possibly can to get that additional support there are a couple of other organizations that you want to be aware of atoll and abta now, we talked about these as well. So Atoll is the organisation that um, all legitimate flight providers have to be registered with Atoll. So they get you home if the flights are cancelled or the, or the flight company went bankrupt. They would make sure that you would get home. Have I got that right? What does Atoll stand for? Atoll. Air Travel Organisers Licence. Air Travel Organisers Licence. So they get you home, don't they? If, if the companies go bust, if the flight companies go bust, for example. So that's Atoll. So what do ABTA do? This is, so Atoll gets you home. So it's Atoll protected. If you're, if you are in another country and the the flight company goes bust, they get you home. And ABTA, that ABTA stands for is a trade association. So I don't know what they stand for, actually, which is, I hate Association of British Travel Agents. Right, perfect. So of the Association of British Travel Agents, they're a trade association for UK travel agents, tour operators and wider travel industry. Uh, they've been around for about 70 years. They help members run successful travel businesses and they provide arbitration and med- mediation services as well um, and help you understand your level of support that you're going to get if, for example, a company went bust or um, went out of business. But they will provide you with advice and they provide advice to their businesses who sign a code of conduct to ensure that a certain minimum standard is met. OK, Louise. So what steps you take to protect yourself before you book a holiday? So I would always use the secure payment options recommended by reputable online travel providers as well. So don't ever just do like back transfers or transfer money into people's bank accounts. Use the secure payment options. Definitely check a website. As Adam says, it's on the Get Safe Online website. Check the website out because they will give you a fraud rating. And also, if you can, I would use a credit card when making, when booking your holiday. For, because things that cost more than £100, it means that you get extra protection from your credit card provider if something was to go wrong. And that's up to £30,000. Up to £30,000. I'd like to go on holiday for £30,000 holiday. Wow. If someone's booking a £30,000 holiday, then lucky them. <laughs> that's a lot of holiday. That's a lot of holiday, isn't it? Anyway, um, but like that, I mean, uh, lots of people have had sort of disastrous holiday experiences. One of the things, um, one of the cases I found when I was researching this was around the reviews, because we always say to people, and we've, we've sort of been a, been a bit of a thread throughout our podcast, is have a look at the reviews, because actually customers will tell the truth or tell their own truth about their own experiences. In 2020, more than 2 million reviews were rejected or removed from TripAdvisor because they were fraudulent bias and violating community standards because some of the holiday crims, the scammers, were using fake pictures to get people to book fake holidays based on the reviews. That seems to have been resolved now. So, again, trust the reviews, but also be a little bit cautious about that and make sure that the company that you're using is legitimate because there's stories on the internet about these fake reviews. When I This is the chap involved. When I arrived at the hotel, there were no signs of it being open at all. The place looked like an abandoned building, broken glass on the ground outside and no lights inside. The lobby door had also been smashed open with a crowbar. When I went to my room to check in to see if everything was okay, I found there were no carpets on the floor and my room like it looked like it had not been cleaned for a very long time. 
There were stains everywhere, including the bed sheets and pillowcases. There were also holes in the wall where there should have been pictures hanging. He he paid out £160 or so a night. So these are the sort of things. These were not the pictures were misleading. My favourite was I drank the same cocktail all day at a well-known beach bar, but each tasted very different. <laughs> <laughs> then they became suspicious of said cocktails. Uh, but again, it's, so take, have a look at the reviews, have a look at sites like TripAdvisor, etc. However, take that with a pinch of salt. The protections beforehand, so pay securely, pay on your credit card, check out the website, use reputable traders who are reputable holiday companies that are linked to trade associations like ABTA, for example, so that you've got somewhere to go if you need your dispute resolved. When I look at Trustpilot and TripAdvisor, I always instantly filter out the five-star, four-star, three-star, and I look at the two-star and one-star reviews, always. I, Dude, because five first. There you go. That's the optimist. Optimist half cup. No, was it cup oh, half or cup half empty? <laughs> this is. What I always go five first. Want to see the positive before I see the negative. Yeah, I mean, if the one and two stars are a small fraction of the overall reviews, I, I use that as a bit of information as well. But I will still make sure that I look at the one and two star reviews just to see if there's anything there that raises my suspicion see if there's a a theme that a trend that kind of goes along with it so yeah i'll always look at the i'll always look at the one and two star reviews mm. right just to revisit something which i don't want to keep talking about the package travel regulations because they're very boring but so i've said booking a package holiday which is we've said more than one element of it so flights and a hotel flights a hotel and an excursion for example ensures you get the most protection however if you do a DIY package, but you pay for it all in one place, that's also a package. Okay, so there are some popular websites out there that, that do that? Yeah. Yeah, you get the same protection. But when you buy DIY packages, so separate elements and separate transactions, even if it's on the same website, but you do it in separate transactions, you get limited protection. But as we said, the rules on package travel are quite complicated, so you don't need to know about that. So if you don't know, the other thing I'd say is in relation to this stuff is it's it's not something that everyone's going to know about. So check your terms and conditions if you can, if they're not too difficult to read. Check that what you've booked is what you've got. And if you're not sure, ask your travel your travel provider, ask the questions, and they should be able to give you all of the information that you need. So, Adam, you said, you noticed earlier I might not have been listening to your stats. Have you listened to my key takeaways from I this? I think so. Yeah, no, I think what, I definitely what, have. what you need to do, read the reviews, Make decisions based on the review. No, don't make your complete decision based on the reviews, but you can definitely help to form an opinion. You need to make sure you pay by secure payment. So we would always recommend paying by credit card because that gives you protection under Section 75 of the Consumer Credit Act. Sorry, I think we're doing I, I think we've got a podcast planned in for that, haven't we? The Section 75. We're not going to call no. it Section 75. Let's not do I said that. That you told me I wasn't allowed to call it Section 75. Because <laughs> that would be quite, that would be really quite upsetting, to be honest. I don't know how we're going to make that one funny, but we we, we might have to really try. On that I told one. you we make this one funny. Uh, check your website <laughs> with you on that. Check your website and paperwork. Also, make sure you've got travel insurance. I think that's a, probably a really good bit of advice. I know it's not necessarily come under your rights when you're buying a package travel, but make sure you've got got. Travel insurance, make sure you've got the right visas. If you're traveling to America, you need to get that. Esther, Etza, Esther. 
Excellent. There's going to be a lot of people traveling over the next couple of years because they've all had the last three years of not being able to go anywhere. So they've got we've probably got all these holidays built up that they've cancelled over the last two or three years. Hopefully they've got all their money back. So yeah, there will be a lot of traveling over the next couple of years, I'm sure. So make sure you do it. Make, make, make sure you're safe when you're doing it and you're checking the websites and you're checking everything that you can possibly check. Well, you did remember everything. I did. This is a worry, isn't it? For listening. This is a little bit of a cartoon come down, this one, isn't it? Compared to us animation, Adam and Louise. However, we are looking for our next edition to be around uh, plain English, Timothy. And we are inviting on our less than average consumer, Gary. Oh, I can't wait. So that I should be cannot cool. wait for him to come onto the podcast. It's going to be so good. <laughs> He's acronymed less than average consumer, which took... Adam, 4.2 seconds to work it out. And me, I kept having to put my phone down and go back and go, what does that mean? You are Acronyms with Adam. Lovely. Thank you, Louise. And thank you, everyone, for listening. And I guess that's it, unless you've got anything else to say, Louise. Thank you very much, everyone. No, I haven't. Thanks, Ads. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye.